We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, it's time to move on to our special guest. And I, I, you know, there's nothing else to say, man, because it's rare that you have two guys with the exact same name coming into a program at the same time, right? So we have this guy coming in as a transfer, and then we have another young man coming in with the exact same name via the 23 recruiting class, but we are pleased to welcome in. Now, Notre Dame wide receiver Caleb Smith to the Lucky Lefty podcast. What's up, Kay? How you feeling, my brother? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? How was your holiday? No, it was great. Got to spend some time with family. You know, being a college football player, you know, you you rarely get home for holidays, so it was definitely really? a long That's break. Right. So we we want to start off because we just left off talking about quarterbacks, and there's no one better to talk about quarterbacks than wide receivers, right? And so we put a poll out there, like which combination, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, Drake May, do you feel like is going to be the better combination in the NFL? And shockingly, the 24 class got 65% of the vote. You know, how do you feel about those combos? Where, what side would you would you sit on? I mean, just playing against Drake May this past season, you know, I, I saw some some talent that he that he put on the field that you not know, definitely. Everything he's gonna be up there when it comes to draft time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my first time really paying attention to him was when Notre Dame went up against them, and I think what shocked me is his athleticism. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. And speaking of an athletic quarterback, you have an athletic quarterback that you you were locked into the Gator Bowl, bro. I saw your tweet yeah. on oh, yeah. social media. You were locked into the Gator Bowl. What were, what were your lasting thoughts as you watched? Not only Notre Dame, but Tyler Buckner. Yeah, I mean, just you know, from the uh, from the wide stand, the wide standpoint, you know, just seeing Notre Dame play ball. Because I mean, during the season, you know, I'm I'm film game planning, you know, my opposing team. But just being able to actually sit back, mm-hmm. knowing that's where I'm going, knowing that's where I'm gonna be playing at, and just seeing them play ball. You know, they there were times in the game where it wasn't it wasn't looking pretty, and they just kept going at it, kept going at it, finding ways to make plays. And you know, that's something that I wanted to be a part of. You know, you know. You have a team full of playmakers, you know, get them the ball and then they're going to make plays. And then, uh, yeah, the, uh, the QB situation, you know, he was, I mean, they won, he won the MVP for the ball game, if I'm not correct. But, um, yeah, you know, he's stuck in there, definitely stuck in the pocket, and he's definitely athletic too. And I, 
I saw a little bit of him during uh, their bowl prep practices when I took my OV, and you know, I was I was impressed. What's your expectation like coming from uh, Virginia Tech to Notre Dame? Where you know you played Notre Dame, what was it, two years ago, and and now you're going into the the gauntlet of what it can offer. Is it is it an excitement? Like, how do you feel making that transition? I mean, it feels like the next step up in in college football is, is what I'm taking now. You know, my time at Tech, you know, I, I achieved what I what I wanted to achieve there, and then now it's time for that next step and. Ultimately, you know, the goal is to play in the NFL and Notre Dame is, you know, I can't think of a better stepping stone to that. You know, you talk about Notre Dame helping you and you helping Notre Dame. I think you bring something that most people think is needed in that wide receiver room, right? Mm-hmm. Young wide receiver room in need of some leadership, especially with the departure of Braden Lindsay and Avery Davis. Is that something that Coach Stuckey talked to you about on your OB? Oh, absolutely. Him and uh, Coach Freeman definitely, you know, highlighted that. And uh, my, you know, former captain abilities is, you know, something that they're looking to bring into that room and to the team in general. Yo, have you, yeah, have you got a chance to look in the room and see something, uh, some talent, something that flashes, anything that's standing out that you're excited to uh, go into that room with? Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I got to sit in the position meetings and all that and watch the practice film and then go out watch practice with him. But, you know, definitely uh, Tobias Merriweather, I could not believe he was a, a freshman. You know, <laughs> just to move around, I'm like, dude, man, this man is like, he looks like he looks the part. Like, I'm, I'm excited for him, excited to play with him. And uh, uh, Lorenzo Styles, man, he's he's fast as lightning watching him play. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited, you know, just just that brotherhood, being around guys that have the same uh, mindset as you, is, I think it was the – the biggest kind of uh, factor for me choosing where I wanted to go. You know, everybody that goes to Notre Dame, they have the dreams of playing in the NFL, you know, and, you know, places I've been and seen, it's not always the case. Now, when you're looking at that room also, do you see where you can go in there and add that next level? Because that's what we're really looking for also is that dynamic player at the receiver room that can change the game for us. Do you see where you can fit within that uh, structure that we have now? Oh, I, absolutely. I mean, my biggest asset, I would say, is, you know, just the, that contested catchability. And, you know, you throw it up, you you have a, a strong feeling that, you know, your guys going to come down with it. And and those uh, those crucial third downs, that's, that's kind of where I made my money at at, at Virginia Tech. But, um, yeah, I definitely see myself in in. And then uh, their offense is, I feel like, it's better, mm-hmm. better fit than uh, my, my previous one, being able to move you around a little bit, you know, get, get the coverage ID'd. And then, I mean, I'm excited for that. Once again, we're talking to Notre Dame. Wide receiver, mm-hmm. Caleb Smith, right here on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Subscribe to us on the YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell. Smash that like button. We respond to all comments. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know. We spend a different. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You mentioned that game left that he played in. That was a classic game, bro. That, that was a big time game, prime time. Tyler yeah. Buckner comes in, you know, leads Notre Dame back after an early deficit. Virginia Tech responds. Notre Dame's able to come up with the victory with the uh, Kevin Austin two point conversion. Just what was it like being a part of that environment? And did it get, kind of give you an inkling of what you might be walking into as a Notre Dame player facing teams each and every week with teams pretty much feeling like that's the biggest game on their schedule? Exactly. I mean, I remember just being in that when you know that the game's the next game. And it actually happened to us two years in a row, 2019 and 2020, that y'all came back and, you know, they ended up beating us in the, in the last drive. So, and seeing that and, you know, seeing that as the player that was on the opposing side, now that I'm on the, the other side now, like it's exciting now being a part of the team that <laughs> finished the game and, and just has that, that that killer instinct to put it away. So you are from Virginia. Now, yes. Virginia, you know, we have Chris Tyree. He's from Virginia. <clears throat> CJ Prosites, who Malik played with. He's a Virginia dude. Uh, we've had uh, Thomas Jones on the show, who decommitted from Notre Dame. And ended up at Virginia. He's from the border between Virginia and Tennessee. And he was talking to us. And pretty much everybody we talked to, they're like, yo, it depends upon where you come from in Virginia. Like, the vibe is different. Like, you are in between Charlottesville and Richmond, if I'm not mistaken, from Louisa County. So, like, what's the vibe in Louisa County? You know, how is it different from that western part of Virginia and, you know, the Virginia Beach uh, area where a lot of other great athletes come from. Yeah, you know, Louisa, it's kind of a it's, – it's very similar to Blacksburg, and that's kind of the reason why I did go to Virginia Tech. And, you know, it's a it's a small town that just it bleeds football. And you know, that's that's the biggest thing for me growing up, you know. You know, my dad, you know, he's all-time great at Louisa County football and went to the University of Richmond and uh, was drafted by the Houston Oilers. My yeah. cousin, same thing, went to Richmond, was drafted by the New York Giants. I mean, it's just a town that just breeds and breeds football, and then it's just – that's kind of what, like what you get from that. And then for like 757, you know, that's just a little bit different. You know, we have a lot of guys that like to talk and say, you know, 804 versus 757 all the time in Virginia Tech. But, you know, it's just that Virginia talent is crazy. And I remember um, me and Chris Tyree, we came up in the same, like, you know, uh, scouting camps together, going going to different schools together, visiting and all of that. So I remember him, you know, we got to connect a little bit on my official visit. Mm-hmm. That's that's dope. What's your what's your greatest story coming up that you can say this is when I knew it was football? Because we you mentioned it. Yeah. We were going to talk about it. The NFL bloodlines they run thick. The history of your family in that area. But for you personally, when was it the moment that you said, "Yeah, this is what I want to do"? I mean, probably since a kid, honestly. But then uh, it became real, you know, when you know maybe a sophomore, junior year, I started getting that that college interest that you know I was 
I was hoping for and expecting. And so once that, then my first offer from University of Virginia, once I got that first offer, I'm like, okay, it's, it's real now. Like it's only up from here. Absolutely. And especially when you, when you think about it and you knowing that you taking that next step, what is it that you want to work on going from, from tech, going to Notre Dame that you got a chance to talk to Tommy Reese, I'm sure about that mm-hmm. you want to be able to go in there and, and get ready to go to NFL, I'm assuming as well. Yeah. The biggest thing, biggest thing that's also one of the reasons I left was just, you know, the, the route tree that, that I was, uh, had the chance of running, you know, it's, you know, watch my film, you know, it's, I made probably half my yards on, on go balls. And, you know, the, the toughest percentage play of the game is where I, I led the team in. So um, just, you know, expanding my route tree, moving around different us, maybe in the slide, the tight end spot, the outside boundary one, field one, just, just being able to move around, run different routes, the option routes. And that's something that the, the scouts, you know, relay to me that they're, they're looking for. And just to, just to see that part of it and part of the game. And also just, you know, going up against the best of the best too. So you don't mind playing outside and inside, you know, some, some tight end maybe, but also some X receivers, some, some backside boundary receiver because that's usually I know you watch Michael Mayer all season tear it up so I know you probably was licking your chops at what we could do in the middle of the field as well. Yeah, no, the definitely playing a little bit in the in the, in the boundary or in the boundary two field two that, that slot position that's something that you know I'm excited for and I've been you know dying for that for that opportunity to get those those matchups and to go across the middle and you know to really you know burn them over the top. Uh, what was your full conversation like with Chancey Stuckey? Chancey Stuckey, we were talking about unsung heroes. And Braden Lindsay was one of our unsung heroes for a lot of different reasons for this season for Notre Dame. But Chancey Stuckey, coming into a situation, he really didn't have a lot of experience. People didn't know what we were getting as a wide receiver coach. And immediately he plants a fat flag in recruiting, hauls in a top five class. Then he comes in and you start to see the development of guys that have been in their room for over a year. What did you get from him? What was the relationship? Was it an immediate impact? Was it an immediate connection with him? And uh, Mike, make sure you get him some Ethiopian coffee if you want to stay on his good side. That's oh, I know. I'm, already, I'm already with that. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I mean, it's all kinds of coffee. But no, uh, Coach Stuck, you know, since, you know, our first phone call together, you know, we, at Bonds just kind of started rolling. You know, he's he's big on, you know, faith and family, and that's something that's was important to me as well. And, you know, he, I think he he um he runs like a, even a, a Bible study group amongst, amongst the team. And so that's something that, you know, he, he got me on, you know, the, my, my spiritual side, and that's what he checked that box. And then just football-wise, you know, I've had coaches. I mean, I've had three receiver coaches in, in my career so far. So it's kind of been a revolving door, and each kind of coach showed me, like, the different kind of styles of coaching. So the biggest thing that I've seen from him and, you know, being in that position room and being out in practice is just the different drills that, that you're going to be repping every day and getting better. And, like, and he also had, like, a, a slideshow that translates this drill to this game, to this play. This is what we worked on. This is what you do in the play, and that's how it led to that play. And that's something that, like, just seeing that and seeing that have a plan for, like, you're not just going out there and, you know, catching jugs for no reason. Like, everything he does has, you know, a reason for it. And that's something that really stuck with me. Yo, that's fantastic. Caleb, before we let you go, we greatly appreciate you giving us some time. We know it's been busy. You've been trying to get settled and moving from your old spot until your new spot down there in South Bend. With that being said, what are your expectations for the 2023 season? That's right. Individually and as a team. Yeah, talk your stuff. Talk that stuff. 
as a, as a receiver, you know, I always want to win the, the, the looking off award. That's always up there. You know, that's that's on my mirror every day. See that. But, um, yeah, for the team, you know, I want to take this team to the playoffs. <laughs> and I want to I want to bring it home to not just go on. I want to take it to the playoffs and then bring that national title home, because just seeing the talent at the practice and the talent coming in, there's, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to do that. All right. So, Leak, we got to put him on game. He's down there. I don't know if he's going to be able to get that home-cooked meal he just experienced <laughs> over the holidays. Yeah. But we, we got to put him up on a couple of spots, love. Tell him a couple of spots to go to while he's in South Bend to get some of that good food. Well, shoot, Eddie, the way Eddie Street growing, they got a lot of everything. They even got a little grocery store over there, as crazy as it is. But if you want some good food from the good side of town, the GC side of town, check out Angels. It's, it's, a, it's outside the city, but it's a great soul food spot. Uh, the, the coach, head coach, the head women's coach basketball. That's it, right? The woman's yeah, Ivy. She knows about it, so ask her about it. I think I said that wrong, but ask her about it. Angels food. It's the good soul food. Frankie's. If you like little short ribs, little sweet barbecue, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Frankie's is where you want to go. It's a little in the city. You know, don't worry about how it looks or nothing, because how it looks is is not how it tastes. How about that? So you find Frankie's for sure. And then uh, there's some nice spots. If you like Chinese food, I put uh, Sean on this. Go to Woochie's. Yes. Woochie's is real solid. Uh, You know, just some different flavor that that Notre Dame kicks at you. I know you think South Bend, Indiana don't got flavor, but I got some spots. I got some spots. Send them all my way. I've been eating (laughs) from the same three restaurants the last four years in Blacksburg. You know, I'm ready ready to expand my palate a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. You're going to love training table. Don't let them tell you no differently. Training table is bomb. They give you all types of stuff. I don't know how Virginia Tech's was, but training table at Notre Dame is good. But you hear it from me first. I got you. And if you ever have time on a weekend with your significant other and you travel up to Chicago, I got you. Hey, oh, that's, that's, our, that's our plan. We're already trying to plan that. You know, my, my boy, uh, Khalil Herbert, he played for the Bears, so we, we're trying to get oh. him to see him. Yeah, right. K, KH yeah. is a good dude. KH yeah. is a good dude. So definitely, we thank you for joining us today, man. I got one question. I'm here. Timberland or Pharrell? Timberland. Ooh. I think so. I mean, that's, wow. that's tough, but uh, I'm going to go right there. You're going you're gonna to rock with Tim. Oh, I, Tim, Tim uh, you know what? Tim is kind of like the foundation, right? Like, Pharrell is the biggest star, but Tim is kind of the foundation. Yeah, it's, it's like, I had to, hey, left, I had to ask the Virginia boy that question. I, I had, had to, to get that one in I before we let him go. Hey, we greatly appreciate you, Caleb. Hopefully, we'll get you back on sometime during a successful season. That's and right. we'll see you hoist up the Belitnikov Trophy at the man, end of 2023, man. man, speaking into existence, and it will happen, man. We greatly appreciate you and support you in the full Notre Dame football family. From man, LL Nation, man, enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy the rest hey, of your season. Hey, when are you guys man. you guys reporting, like a week? Yes, yeah, so I move in uh, the 13th. I think okay. we start school the 8th, 17th, oh, game time. Get ready. Hey, man. snow boots on, too, man. Absolutely. I already got them. I'm in Pittsburgh right now. It's been snowing since oh, I got okay. here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Enjoy the rest of your time and stay healthy, all right? Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. you. LL Nation, that was Notre Dame wide receiver Caleb Smith. I forgot to ask him if he was going to stick with 80. And yeah, change that number up, man. 80 a big I think, number to have. Uh, Kane Barone just left, so I think yeah. it's open. I do okay. think it's open. But, uh, yeah. yeah. That was a great interview, bro. 
Yeah, man. I love I love what he said about Tobias, bro. Like when you see a dude and it's crazy that immediately mentioned Tobias, he's like, yo, he this dude's a little different. We've had him sitting on the bench all season. That's a crime. Yeah. Yeah. Like anytime you mention that, it's like if he can see it and he hasn't even been around here, yeah. We need we need to get that dude on the field. That's a Immedi- fact. Immediately, but he got he got a lot of snaps in the bowl game. You know he they didn't connect on. I think that was the second quarter. He had a slant, and Tyler threw a little bit low. He injured himself on that play. That was an opportunity for him to make a play, and he had some other opportunities to get in and uh, three wide receiver sets. But he just bright. That Notre Dame left. Future is definitely right. We thank Kayla Smith for joining us. Don't forget Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunction with Irish Breakdown. Great content each and every day. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. You already know we spin it different. Before we get out of here, left. Marcus Freeman, if you had to give a grade for his first year, where do you think you would land? Get a B minus, C plus, B minus. I think games like Stanford and Marshall can't happen, but I think there's room for growth. Because if you got a B now, then I mean, you 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 getting inches after, but now with a with a C plus B minus, you know we can make some leaps and bounds like beating Ohio State, beating SC, getting to the playoffs. There's a lot of room to grow uh, from one season to the next. So it's not terrible, but it's not great either. But it's a good job. It's a good job to start because it's a hard job to be a first year head coach at Notre Dame in any aspect. I think B minus is absolutely fair. And, you know, you have to include everything. Like, we're looking at recruiting, which if it had ended differently, because what I'm hearing, dude, what I'm hearing from the Army All-American practices is that that dude, look, that cat dude, man, look, I can't even talk straight. Look, Keon Keeley is down there showing out, bro. He's just the dude. Everybody's like, dude, everyone I talk to is like, yo, that dude is different. Like, that dude is like day one different. Right? And that stings, right? So from a recruiting standpoint, what he did to elevate the recruiting is good. You know, he called himself the lead recruiter for everybody. But he wasn't able to hold on to guys like Dante Moore, Keon Keeley. Right? So you have to consider that. And still you have to consider the haul he brought in. On the field, did things get corrected? Did they end up nine and four after a disappointing start? Yes. Marshall and Stanford cannot happen. It's Notre Dame. You're absolutely right, bro. We there's no way you can get around that. Can't happen. Can't happen. But what he was working with and the identity he set forth, and to get kids to buy into that identity. And to see the development, Tyler Buckner wasn't the same quarterback that showed up in the Gator Bowl that that played against Marshall. He wasn't. 
still needs to get rid of the turnovers and the interceptions. But he was a much better quarterback in the Gator Bowl than he was against Marshall. And that's saying something because he hadn't played. He had not played. But he was still better. And that goes to coaching. That goes to instilling confidence in a kid. It goes to belief. You heard Logan Diggs. When he made the mistakes, he was like, man, you don't need to talk to me. I'm good. Like, we straight. And, you know, you like you said it, he was able to work the rust off because he knew what he had around him. That's right. He knew he was going to have opportunities to put points up and make plays. And that's what Notre Dame is all about. And that's what Caleb Smith knows. He just said it. Like, yo, I know what I'm walking into. I know what I'm walking into. I know what's around me. I know I can go out and be successful. And when he says, yo, I'm trying to win a championship, that's what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear moving into 2023. That's right. And we're bringing the right people in. And, you know, we may lose some, but I know we'll win some in the future under Marcus Freeman. Freeman, uh, getting Keon on your first year, I mean, that's, that's a lot to be proud of. That's on a Dion level, you know. And um, we'll get there. So excited that we we rounded the year better uh, than what we started, and it's even looking greater for the year after. So excited to see how this evolves. Lucky Lefty Podcast, great show today. Unsung heroes, Marcus Freeman, a year after. Caleb Smith joined us to discuss his decision to come to Notre Dame through the transfer portal. Left. I saw you. I saw your boy, uh, Unc Shannon, was a little upset at the start of the show today. <laughs> he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have aired Skip out and not showed up yesterday. So whatever. yeah, yeah. You know what? That's your partner, dog. Don't do that to your partner. You know what? On that note, you already know what time it. <laughs> It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Now, are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic? Petty Junction. Petty Junction, Petty Story today brought to you by Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Hey, look at here, man. You just mentioned it. You think you think Shan, you think Uncle Shannon was petty yesterday, huh? Well, you yeah, there was no reason not to come in to work, man. Yeah, you could tell, you could tell your boy was mad uncomfortable yesterday doing that solo too. Yeah, it's like, why are you? I don't know. I think they they had a nice little run. I, I think, think that's Shannon, Shannon's podcast is blowing up. I think it, also that's a little residue from that whole thing weeks ago where he kind of, Shannon felt like he kind of disrespected him. Things were kind of going, look, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we do something, a little something before two something. 
is, is a is a better show right now, in my opinion. Like I but can yeah, watch Shannon do got, that. It's a different, you know, they're talking about everything, you know, which Shannon's branched off into outside of just bringing on, like, Isaiah Thomas. He brought Waka Flocka on last time. So Last time, yeah. So I think that, uh, you know, social media is, can, is crazy because it can drive you into perceiving different things. And, you know, I think Shannon is loving the attention that social media is bringing, especially them in his ear about you doing your thing on your own, you don't need skip, that kind of thing. Adding fuel to the fire. So I think from a chemistry, they're great together. Uh when they're talking about sports, I just think they're they're just both petty. <laughs> well, I got a laugh out of it. I can tell you that. Yeah, I got a laugh out of it too, though. <laughs> I can't I can't shatter. First of all, man, the t- whoever his tailor is, man, just add a quarter of an inch on. Oh the front, my god, he's still hating on Shannon's suits. Best dressed man on TV. Absolutely, with the clothes that don't fit. <laughs> the best dress don't fit. The best oh dress clothes that don't fit. Award goes to Shannon Sharp. Absolutely, hey bro. Let me tell just you something. Just a quarter inch. Oh. <laughs> Man, absolutely. I'm going to have to put blue face on the petty train, man. Social media disaster. Reality TV star disaster. Man, I just don't understand, man. Like, walk away, bro. Right? I think in life, everyone has had a situation where they just had to walk away. Just walk away. Yeah, you probably could do something that will make you look like or make you seem like, oh, I'm a man, I'm handling my business. Man, just walk away. It's not worth it, dude. And the fact that you don't even recognize that you have a lot to lose just infuriates me, man. It infuriates me. So I don't know, look, if you want to laugh at something funny as we get ready to let people go, uh, there is this platform called, um, oh, man, what is the platform on YouTube, bro? The guy that, you know, he has this uh, fascination with uh, the art of dialogue. The art of dialogue is the YouTube page. He has a fascination with, like, uh, West Coast, Tupac, Death Row, he recently interviewed Keith Murray, bro. And Keith Murray pretty much outed certain individuals. Do you think it's petty at this point, years later, to talk about who you've been with? Like you don't you don't know who this person, if they have kids, nothing. I Keith Murray has to go on the petty train, bro. Because he got so graphic with it, bro. It was just like, what are you doing, man? I was like, come on, man. Man, you put that camera in front of some people, they don't know how to act, man. Bro, this is when content, like, I'm all for creating content. But it's like, come on, we can storytell. We can do a lot of things. 
Man. Irv Gotti got up there and just was so open about everything. It's just these oh. older people that get in front of these cameras act. But you could tell Irv was a dude that got no play until he got some money. You he left, you know that you've been around those dudes. Left, left, you've been around those dudes and the crew, whether it's grammar school, high school. They don't get the concept of the, it's never going away. You know, this is on the internet. And they just be out there just, just wild. talking on all the stuff that they said that they glad social media wasn't around for in the 90s. They talking all about it now. So just wild. Like, what's the difference? Right? I mean, <laughs> this dude, Keith Murray, is on his Jaguar right movement right now. Just crazy. Man, talking crazy. Lucky Lucky Podcast. Great show. We talked to Caleb Smith. We talked about the unsung heroes of the 2022 season. And Marcus Freeman a year later, man. We greatly appreciate you guys. Have a great Wednesday. But most of all, you have to make sure that you spin it different.